Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Gateway to Cinema, the spinoff of the far more popular podcast reboot already underway, the Law and Order Hate Crimes, the main podcast. Whoa. Law and Order. <laughs> that was a thing? It will be a thing. No. They're, they're making it now. No. But we'll see. The Law and Order writers are lazy, and they just go to the latest headlines to pick out headlines for their to write their episodes, and they're like, "Oh, what's in the what's in the news now? Oh, there's enough hate crimes for us to build a show around. Let's go for it." Damn you, Dick Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. All right. Uh, I am, of course, your host, Aaron Hahn, joined as always by Jacob Lacey. Uh, Aaron, it feels like October outside, and it's it, awesome. It does. Is, is Actually, it, it was like 80 degrees out here recently, so did, no, it doesn't. Same here. It was, it was 80 yesterday, and today it was like 40 or something. I don't know. I knew I was getting chills as I was walking into the movie theater, and it wasn't just the fact that I was going to see Jack Black on the big screen. I was getting anyone chills yeah 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 it was regular winter or fall chills and I was very excited I'm like man a good old Michigan fall can't beat it so sorry Aaron but Michigan falls are followed by Michigan winters and they are the worst thing known to God God doesn't know anything worse than a Michigan winter um yeah, no. It's like it's like Michigan saying, "Hey, here's a little here's a little plus for you. This Michigan fall because you know what I'm gonna have to do to you next." <laughs> it's like, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. Anyway, <laughs> sorry, off to a great start. No, it's it's it, it's topical. It's topical. It is. It is. It is. Because we are once again talking about. One of the films from the list of 100 movies I made for Lacey to watch. Films that are interesting introductions to the larger world of cinema. And this week, in the spirit of Halloween, and in the spirit of Goosebumps 2, Haunted <laughs> Halloween. Which I've seen. theaters now. <laughs> I've seen Don't it. Don't see it. Don't be a Lacey. Uh, we are going to talk about Evil Dead 2. Yes. Dead by Dawn. Yeah, is that the official subtitle? It's sometimes okay. Like it's on. It's like on some of the. It's, some, uh, it's on some of the posters and not others. And like, isn't it amazing that that scene where that's said over and over again? I'm like, the version I was watching didn't have the Dead by Dawn subtitle on it, and I was okay with it. But if it did, I would have been like, okay, come on. <laughs> Isn't it amazing that just including something in your title can make a scene cringeworthy or not? Yeah, because every time they say, like, the title of the movie yeah. within the movie, you're like... It's the roll on. credits moment. Come on. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I normally just call it Evil Dead 2. Okay. But then I wanted to fill airtime because I felt like there was going to be an awkward silence. So I'm just like, Evil Dead 2... Dead by Dawn. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you weren't wrong about the awkward silence. That would have been there. Uh, but that's just what this... People who listen to this show, they know. They know about the awkward silences. Um, how do we do this show? 
Did I talk about what I knew about this movie leading into it? Do I talk uh, about if I liked it? How I, do I, I do this? I, I, I think we need to need to start. I need to give an apology mm-hmm. because I led you astray. Uh, okay. When we were talking about the thing, I to- we were talking about Evil Dead 2, and uh-huh. you asked if a certain scene from the first Evil Dead would be in any way represented in this film. Yeah. I was like, no, there's nothing like that. Then I watched the film again, and I was like, oh, they get quite close to They me. get close. They don't. They And it, even as it was happening, I was like, God, Aaron, no. <laughs> and then when it didn't, I was like, okay. But to be fair, and I hate to say this, but we don't know that didn't happen. They, they tastefully no. cut away in this one. It's, it's a tasteful <laughs> that, that's moment. That's the pinnacle of tastefulness. <laughs> Getting right up to it and cutting away. <laughs> It's the it's the destiny two of horror films. I don't understand this analogy. And I don't know if I want to. It's not like that. in the all right spoilers for the new Destiny DLC. It's awful. Don't play it. Uh, well, the DLC is good. The story itself is awful. I don't understand why everyone's like losing their minds over how good this new Destiny. Oh, Destiny Two Forsaken! It's one of the best stories ever told in video games. And I'm like, all right, and I sit down to play it. And I'm like, it's Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> you fight all the Koopalings, then you fight the bad guy, and then it's done. But anyway, at the end, because <laughs> one of the bad guys kills this guy who you're supposed to like, but they've never given any backstory on through the four years you've been playing Destiny, so it's like, I don't really care. But this guy... people who have been playing Destiny for four years? Yeah, me. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, me, because I'm <laughs> continuously sucked into their guff. But anyway... <laughs> he, kills your, he kills your friend, who was once played by Nathan Fillion, but they couldn't get Nathan Fillion even back to do the role in this one. So it's just Nolan North, and I mean, I love Nolan North, but he's not Nathan Fillion. And it's very clear, and it's like, okay, so you're about to kill this guy who killed your friend, and he's like, oh, maybe you were the bad guy all along. And it's like, what? <laughs> this is not the... Because this whole revenge, it's supposed to be like feel like a Western, kind of. There's, <laughs> there's even a mission in the game called High Plains Blues, and I'm like, okay, come on. <laughs> like, you're obviously just doing Western revenge. But anyway, right when you're about to pull the trigger, the screen cuts to black, and then you just hear the gunshot. So I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> this is the whole point of the DLC. <laughs> I paid eighty dollars for this. <laughs> so Evil Dead Two. <laughs> yes. So uh, what did you know going into this? Uh, yeah. and what did you think of it? <laughs> I was so conf- We'll talk about that one. Spoilers, never mind. Um, I knew next to nothing. I knew that this was a more comedic. Evil Dead. This is where it started to turn comedic. I yep. knew, like, that one shot that's super famous from it, where it's, like, up close on him laughing. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just famous, and that's about it. That's about all I knew. <laughs> so, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Um, uh, so what did you end up thinking of it in non-spoiler? Um, I, I've only heard forever that this is the best Evil Dead movie. And I cannot get on that train because it's just yes. it's just not that good. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
<laughs> like, there's moments. This movie has its moments that I love. But, and we'll get more to, into this in spoilers. It goes in, like, and I understand. I understand that it's trying to be more comedic. But it goes in directions that are just stupid. <laughs> I'm like, what's the point of this? I hate this. <laughs> and it's not funny either. That's the worst part. I'm like, I could be down with this if it was funny. But it's not. It's just dumb. So that's where I'm at with some of this. But I was fully entertained the whole time. I'll give it that. And I think this is a more... It just I'll say more when I talk about spoilers. <laughs> because it's... If you haven't seen this, you're in for quite the surprise when it starts. I'll tell you that much. Um, but it's it's a much... It felt like Sam Raimi was like, all right, I did Evil Dead 1. It's great. Everyone loves it. But what if I didn't do Evil Dead 1? And I was like, no! So, I don't know. I was a little put off by that right away. And then the whole rest of the film, I'm like, okay. (laughs) That's more where I was at. I'll explain more in spoilers because I have to dance around that line. (laughs) Spoilers are very... The spoilers in this movie in particular are very dependent on whether I liked it or not. I do. Yeah. I would say I liked it. It's okay, just yeah, yeah. nowhere near as good as the original. Then we are on the same train. Because if I, if I were okay. to explain uh, why I put it on the list, the honest answer would be because I wanted to include Army of Darkness on the list, mm. and you kind of need this one to get into Army of Darkness. So right. I was like, well, if I'm including the first Evil Dead and the third Evil Dead, I guess I kind of have to, by default, include Evil Dead 2. Well, and even more, just that so. this is, again, like I said, this is the one everyone always talks about loving. And I it, don't know. Yeah. And like I mentioned at the end of uh, last week's episode, I have never agreed with that. that This is always in my least favorite of the trilogy. And I think at least part of the reason why we're going to agree on is I think, because I we think saw one is, first. That's I, I my might guess. like this film more than you in terms of like, I. it's not necessarily that the movie is funny, like laugh out loud funny, but right. I think there is an appeal to it kind of just like taking this humorous look at like this, you know, like terrifying situation. Like it, like the, the whole kind of like, it's so... There, there's so much dread and there's so much evil and like all this and then just kind of like this being trapped in this situation where the evil is so overpowering that's just laughing at you and you have no choice but to laugh with it. Yeah. I think there's something really cool <laughs> in that. I like that too. Yeah. And I, and I also really like the uh, special effects, of yes. course, are the highlight yes. of this film. So we were, we were talking about 80s special effects all mm-hmm. last week and I'm sure we're going to talk about it again this week. So those are so I, I, I like this film. Mm-hmm. I like this film too. But I definitely agree that it is the weakest of the trilogy. And, and I feel like maybe I came out swinging a little too hard on it. Just because... In, it's the problem with any movie. When you've heard for so long how good something is and it doesn't match those expectations, it's like, well, yeah, it's good, but it's not like my life has changed forever. <laughs> like, oh, wow. And... Part of it, and let me know if you agree, I think, because I don't know what order you saw these in either, 
But I feel like Evil Dead 2 is one of those movies that I feel like people watched before the original. And I think that might be why they liked it more. Quite possibly. I, I watched... Uh, I actually watched this one very shortly after seeing the first one for the mm-hmm. first time. I watched them all in order. One, two, three, and the reboot, remake, right. not what, whatever it is. And... I think definitely watching one and two in such close proximity definitely affects your experience. Yeah, we'll get to that. Like, without a doubt. <laughs> and I think we need to like just jump into spoilers because we're dancing around a lot yeah. of stuff. But yeah, I just feel like having seen number one before this, like I understand if you saw two, you'd be like, for the first time, you'd be like, wow, that's amazing. Nothing like this. And then if you watched number one after that, you'd be like, huh, that's not as good as two. It's just, I think it's just one of those things. What one did you see first? Because they're just so similar of films. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Plus, there's no milk in this one. There is thankfully no milk. In I this was one, like yes. really like expecting and needing Ash you were really hoping there would the be milk. milk, just so you could talk about it. Well, the, you could, let's be honest. Yeah. I was going to talk about the milk, whether there was milk or not. When we do well, Army of Darkness, I'm going to do now, milk. So yeah. <laughs> like, milk is milk is probably a big part of Army of See, Darkness, I, I I'd have to guess. in a no-win situation, because mm-hmm. if there was milk in this movie, that's all you'd want to talk about. Mm-hmm. And if there's not milk in this movie, like there isn't, then now we're here talking about milk anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah. <laughs> I, I, just, I just couldn't win, you know? And this movie basically spits in my face for ever asking those milk questions. It pretends as if the milk never existed. And I know that milk existed. I remember some of that milk from Ash's sister getting in his mouth. Do you remember that? I, I do not. And that's a story thread I need to continue <laughs> What is this episode already? You, you kind of knew this was gonna happen. Yeah, based on what happened. <laughs> let's just get, let's just go. Let's just move. <laughs> All right. So if you have not seen this film, it's still a recommend from the both of us. I think. Yeah. In a, in a sense, yeah. It's one of those movies that I recognize. It. I recognize that it's better than I, than I think. You know. More like where Blade, I'm like, Blade is Blade, and that's exactly how I feel about it. With this, I'm like, I understand it's better than maybe I'm giving it credit for, but also, once you've seen the first Evil Dead, I'd just rather watch that again, honestly. Yep. Yeah, same. But... But also, like, uh... I, I really want to talk about Army of Darkness and like this one again is right. kind of the lead into that. So no, right, right, right. right. I have to recommend. There's anyway, definitely a lead um, in there. If you, so if we're going to talk about this now a little in depth with spoilers. So if you've not seen it, go see it. And if you have seen it, <laughs> I completely messed that up, but that's what eh, this episode is. Whatever, man. Uh, let's go. <laughs> so uh, obviously, I think one of the biggest flaws with this film is the fact that. It, it completely retcons, erases the <laughs> It retcons the original. This is what bugs me about this movie so much, is it has no real beginning and it has no real ending. Like, its beginning is a recreation of the first movie and its ending is set up for the next movie. And yeah. It, it, it bugs me. I think, I think that's what uh, ruins this movie. See, I like the ending better than I like 
how it begins. Because I think even if they didn't make a three, the ending of two would still be like, all right, <laughs> this is pretty there, cool. There, there's still something into it about how like Ash can never like escape this evil, and he's just like flung back into this right into the even bigger situation right where he has to defeat it now this is just a question don't if it's a spoiler don't answer but they just straight up cancel evil dead one like they don't ever come back to that ever being real or no well like (laughs) not really like the army of darkness yeah just picks up where this one leaves off and then the the it doesn't necessarily say that the events of the first evil that didn't happen but since it's continuing off of evil dead 2 and evil dead 2 is like well those didn't happen yeah, yeah see that's that, that, that's what bugs me is i'm like i love the first evil dead so much and then you're not continuing well it's it's the... not continuing the better movie <laughs> it's right. the worst part and all he had to do all, all you had to do was not include that opener and just have it pick up right when he gets, you know. Right. Like, which that's is, so easy. Like, <laughs> the idea, uh, I actually didn't know this the first time I had seen this movie. And I only learned about it when reading up on it the second time I saw it. But, like, part of the reason why they did that is because they couldn't get the rights to show clips from the original movie. So, then they were afraid that, like, since it had been so many, it had been, like, six years since the first movie came out and the first movie also was like such a limited release whereas this one was the bigger budgeted follow-up wider release follow-up they were you know afraid that like there were a lot of people coming into this who hadn't seen the original evil dead and so and they wanted to be able to get us to the point where yes ash is possessed and then everything happens from there And that's fine, but removing three characters from the original, like, that are kind of important, like, what? No, I I still don't like that decision. No, right. I'm just saying, I didn't know there was a reason for it until just now, and now I'm like, okay, at least they had a reason, I suppose. There's such better workarounds. I don't know, man. Like, honestly, I would have done, but I would have preferred, like, just a voiceover, or, like, you know, the Blade Runner. (laughs) The Blade Runner thing, where it's like it's no. the year is twenty. <laughs> There's replicants. I'm like, okay, I would have preferred that. That's that. That's the worst part is that I probably would have loved this more, but that left such a bad taste in my mouth to begin with. Like I was getting milk in my mouth, and I didn't want it there. <laughs> that's what the bad taste was like. Or like there was a there was a tree branch crawling up your leg. Yeah. Well. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. Let's no. Um. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know. It's I just feel so bad. I have so little to say about this movie. Um, I didn't really like the whole like. There's just so many in, like weird choices. Like I'm cool with him cutting like all the stuff with his hand was awesome. I thought that mm-hmm. part was great. Like especially when he's like hitting himself in the face with plates was so great and then he knocks himself out and the hand's like pulling him closer to the knife i'm like yeah that whole scene was great i'm like that's that's perfect um but as soon as the other people come in it's like okay these people are weird i don't really like them yeah i mean they basically they needed 
they wanted to continue where the first film left off, but also they needed new people to come in, and they're like, right. oh, we need an excuse for people to come up to this cabin now that yeah. they wouldn't have had, because, you know, it was and, just this trip with the four friends in the first movie. And then they just continue to remake the original. It's like, everything that happens in the original happens again, but, yeah. like, not as good. <laughs> Like, you know, I just, I don't, I don't quite get it. I just don't get it, Sam Raimi. I just feel like if if I was a big fan of this movie, like, because knowing that there's other Evil Dead movies that I can watch, but if I were, like, a big fan of the original back when it came out, and then to see this, I'd be like, why? (laughs) Why did you do this? I'd be so disappointed. I'm just not super disappointed right now because, I mean, I like the first one, but I'm not, like, the mega fan or anything, you know? Mm-hmm. I just, man. I mean, the first one is one of my favorite films of all time. Yeah. But, like, even then, it's not like, I'm, I don't know, it's just, yeah, this one just becomes my least favorite of the trilogy. It's the one I don't really feel like rewatching as much as yeah. the other two. But I, th- I there are good elements to it. Mm-hmm. It's just I think it's one of those films where it's like the things work in like on like individual on an individual basis. Like this scene is really good, and this scene is yes. really good, and this scene is really good. But then they never act, actually like come together in any meaningful way. Mm-hmm. Like the 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 w- with it opening with re- with uh, remaking the events of the first Evil Dead, it feels like it takes away a lot of the consequences. Because you're like, okay, so nothing in that first film has consequences now, and now you're just like wondering, okay, what does and doesn't matter anymore? So it takes away a lot of the consequences from the story. And then again, I don't really like the fact that the ending is... It's it's not necessarily that I don't like the fact that the ending just is set up for the next movie. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, I like the next movie, and they needed some way to set it up. Right, But also, it just makes the whole... It makes Evil Dead 2 feel so inconsequential, you know, right. to have an ending that says nothing from the first film mattered and then have an uh, or an opening that says nothing from the first film mattered. And then an ending that's like, OK, what you really want to watch is the third movie. <laughs> you know, it'd be great, though, if someone were what? like to make a fan cut of mm-hmm. the second movie that takes out the beginning, pretends like all this stuff from the first movie still happened cuts out most of the other stuff with the other people and just has the portal and then just moves right into the third. Make it its own, make it like part of the first movie, you know? Like, cause I'm just, I man, mean, yeah, people are going to hate us, them. dude. People are absolutely going to hate us for this episode. <laughs> I, I think there's tons of episodes they could uh, hate us for. I guess, yeah. yeah Especially uh, this one. <laughs> And it's but, not even um, that I hate this movie. It's just that I'm just... No, I, I again, it's not that I don't <laughs> like this movie. I'm just saying it's clearly not the best of the trilogy. No, yeah. But... I, um, I'll tell you what I did love. What did you love? Loved Groovy. Groovy was great. Groovy, yes. Man. I, I think... 
Bruce Campbell is like one yes. of the other high points of this film. Mm-hmm. Like his his performance throughout. Like he's so committed to this role, and it's it's fun. He makes it very entertaining to watch. Yes, and unironically, Groovy is one of the greatest horror movie moments I think I've ever seen. So that makes it all the worse that like I don't like everything else not i don't like most of what surrounds it but that scene was so great and like is that the origin of the gear up scene like what would move on to be like what edgar wright does and how he shoots his like gear up scenes and all that like this is one of the earliest instances i think i've seen in that style possibly i don't I don't know if I could. Well, no, obviously, examples <laughs> of it to uh, to uh, know like how how it evolved and everything. But obviously, we don't really know exactly. every movie that ever existed. So if anyone's like, um, in 1973, John Carpenter created this, and it's like, oh my god. I'm that's, sorry. That's my favorite John Carpenter film. The one he made in 1873. <laughs> I, I said 19, didn't I? Okay. <laughs> I thought I did. <laughs> um, Yeah, I don't. <laughs> but either way, I thought that was a nice touch. I'm like, man, this like was really almost modern. Like a modern moment in that movie that I just... The hyper-edited, like, zoom, zoom, like, oh, putting stuff together. And then groovy. <laughs> and then he like moves back into the house. I'm like... Yeah, that was pretty neat. I liked that. Yeah. It felt yeah. like the one really innovative thing in that movie. And I'm like, heck yeah. Yeah, I, I think what this movie <laughs> works best as is the origin of the Ash character. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, Ash is a major player in the first Evil Dead. But right. like, this is where he becomes like the iconic horror icon Ash. Mm-hmm. You know, to the point where they can do like a a Freddy versus Jason versus Ash comic book. Like, was there yeah, was really? Oh my there god! Was, yeah, that was that was a comic book. <laughs> That's so like, awesome, though. Like that, we never really see like horror movie heroes, right? It's always the villains right, that get the, the love. There's obviously our heroes, but they don't like reach the same status yeah, no yeah that's Ash what i mean would be yeah. one of the few that you could put on the same level as like freddie and jason in terms yeah. of like this iconic representation of this horror franchise and also the fact that he can kind of like go toe to toe with these characters yeah <laughs> just the, the time stuff man <laughs> it's just like in the moment when i hear that introduced i'm like come on <laughs> And now I'm excited to see the next one, Mm -hmm. but it was just like, why? (laughs) What happened? What is going on? (laughs) So, I don't know. I I think Sam Raimi was really in love with what he did in the first Evil Dead, and he was really in love with the idea of doing it in the medieval setting. And then he was just like, well, how do I get from point A to point B? Make this movie. Yeah, yeah. Which, even still, there's a lot of passion. Yeah, oh, there movie. is, and there is. Sam Raimi is, like, one of my, not one of my all-time favorite directors, but, like, there is this just, like, passion that he brings to most <laughs> of his projects. There's this unique spirit. Like, that. that's why I really regard his 
Spider-Man movies so highly. It's like, and, and until the point where you reach like Spider-Man three, and, and the studio's like cramming Venom in there, and Sam Raimi's like, I don't want to do Venom, and it shows. Yeah. Like, but like, and that's what like Sam Raimi has such a unique kind of voice as a director that as soon as the studio is trying to force him to do something he doesn't want to, it really shows. Did. <laughs> Did um? How does the Venom arc end in Spider-Man Three? I can't even remember. What do you mean? Like what? Like where does he cut, cut out? He because he uh he traps him in Spider-Man traps him in like the the ring of pipes and he like uses like the the one pumpkin bomb to explode the symbiote and like Eddie Brock like jumps in after it because he doesn't want to live without the symbiote and so they both blow up is he in the final battle venom yeah yeah that's he's the major foe in the final battle i they, thought like, sandman, sandman being was the giant monster and then they defeat that and then oh my god i completely forgot venom was even in the end of the movie i was like does he cut out really early i can't remember no he doesn't show up until really late <laughs> yeah that's right but but he kind of does He's kind of in the movie, because he's the, you know, Spider-Man has a symbiote suit. We're talking well, about yeah, Spider-Man yeah, the, 3. The, the <laughs> symbiote shows up early in the movie, right. and Eddie Brock shows up early in the movie, but Eddie Brock as Venom Who doesn't cares? show up until... <laughs> Who cares about Venom? I hate because Venom the so much. Cinematic Venom that... Yeah, <laughs> I mean... Currently. Yeah, yeah. Still haven't seen that movie, but I'm still calling. <laughs> anyway, we just talked about Venom <laughs> Ten minutes? No. Um, yeah, the animation, real good. Like the the effects, like when yeah, the lot, when Linda comes out of the grave and like <laughs> does the little dance. <laughs> it's like, I really love, like those old school stop motion yeah. effects. And there's a lot more of it in Army of Darkness. Oh, I love which it. Which is why I really love that I one. I love it. I can't <laughs> wait. <laughs> and. Uh, just no milk, though. Like, yep. very, a lot less blood, too. Or am I just remembering that there was a lot more blood than there was in the first one? No, because the, the thing is, the first film was released unrated. That's right. It's NC-17. And then this film, or, in order to secure an... Uh, uh, or, or, like, they were they were given, like, an X rating because of their level of blood. And to try to correct that, they, cha- they like, changed the color of a lot of the fluids and, like, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, black a lot. Yeah. But no milk. So, yeah, they they did tone down the blood. Only chocolate milk. No no regular milk in this one. Mm. I I love that scene where the hands in the wall and he's like look he's trying to shoot it and then he shoots it and then just a little bit of blood. He's like, huh, all right. And then it just comes all spraying out. I was like, that was good. Like there were a couple like really big laughs and that was one of them for me. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's awesome. Um, I really love I, I I really love that scene and I really love. It's not so much a laugh, but just, like, the scene where, like, the deer head, like, comes alive yeah. and starts just laughing at it. Yeah. It's just so weird. And, and the goofy. lamp is laughing and yeah. <laughs> everything's laughing. Yeah. They're good moments, man. They're really good moments. But I just, I have to agree that I'm glad that, because when you're like, it's my least favorite, I'm still coming in like Aaron's going to, like, tear me apart for not really loving this movie. And I'm like, but... 
I'm glad we're we're on the same page for the most part here. I'm surprised we are on the same page. Yeah. When you texted me and you're like, we really got to talk about this one. I, I honestly, like I said, I didn't know if that was a good or bad sign, but yeah. I honestly thought it meant that you were like, oh, you're so wrong to think this is the worst no. of the trilogy. Like, I super love this one. And I, I'm glad to hear that I have someone on my side here. Yeah. And I was like reading letterbox reviews because I hate myself. And I honestly, the saddest I ever am in a day is when I start reading Letterboxd reviews. I mean, you could do worse. You could read Rotten Tomatoes reviews. Yeah. So those are funnier though. They don't come off with the Rotten Tomatoes reviews. Don't come off with like this air of superiority that most of the Letterboxd reviews well, do. If you're on Letterboxd, you gotta feel like you have superior taste. I guess. Film, I know? guess. Like, yeah. It's impossible to be on the service and not be like. I'm better than all those people that use uh, Rock Tomatoes. Not, not, not even just in film. I think there's just a superiority complex in general on Letterboxd. <laughs> That's just me. Um, but anyway, I was reading reviews for Evil Dead 2 on there, and I'm just like, I, I'm like trying to find a reason why everyone loves this one so much. And it's mm-hmm. like everything they said, I was like, I can just apply this to the first one, and it feels the exact, like it's this exact same thing. Right, I th- I think there's, I I really like, yeah, like there's there's the same kind of level of special effects and stuff in, in the first film that I really love. Mm-hmm. But I really I really love in the first film how they kind of strike a balance between horror and comedy. Like the yeah. first film is still funny in that yeah, same kind of horrific way, whereas this film leaning too much into that comedy mm-hmm. it's not as entertaining to me i i really like that balance between the two right yeah i wanted to i really wanted to agree with people on this one but i don't know man i feel like i agree with a lot of people most of the time <laughs> if that makes sense you know yeah i'm a common folk i'm a i'm a worker i i do my nine to five <laughs> And then I, I go home and I watch The Evil Dead too. That's what I do with my life. But I just, I'm sorry, everyone. I just can't. Is that all we want to say about Evil Dead 2? I guess. I, 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 mean, I really wish I had really more to say. Go with this one. No, I just really wish I had more to say. I just, I just don't. There's just not anything else. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure we'll talk about it briefly when we get to Army of Darkness, mm-hmm. whenever that is, we'll mm-hmm. probably be talking about the trilogy as a whole and kind of... And then you can, like, say whether you think this is still the worst of the trilogy, which I think I think you will. I don't know. <laughs> okay. But we'll see. Yeah. Um, well. All right. If, if we're done, then... I'll, uh, I'll tell you my ranking. Oh, yeah. That's how we do this. This is how we do this show, Aaron. You know what? I I was at a summer camp yeah. for four months, and I forgot everything out there. Yeah. Um. So, in my 31 Days of Halloween ranking, in which I've seen 11 movies so far, um, only 10 are ranked, but I'm putting it in right now. I have it basically right down the middle, a little bit more on the lower side, behind Predator, and ahead of Insidious. So. I, I like this film more than Predator. Because it was actually, they came out the same year and I was looking oh, at Oh, did they really? <laughs> yeah. That's kind of funny. I'm like, I do like Evil Dead 2 more than Predator. I, I think I once. I like Predator, but. I think once 
the bad taste leaves my mouth on this. Like a patch of sour milk I stole from Grandpa's fridge. <laughs> I think I'm gonna like it. And as, far, <laughs> and as far as ranking it in the gateway to cinema ranking, I don't know, man. This one's tough. This one's kind of tough. Well, for context, I have The Evil Dead, the original, at 21 out of 47. And seeing it there, I almost want to raise it more. But, man, there's so much good stuff at top. But either way. Um, this one would go at probably... Oh, man. As much as it really pains me to say this, um, I'd put it 32nd. Uh, I'd put it right behind Stranger Than Fiction (laughs) and right above Attack the Block. And I really need to take another look at this list and start to rearrange stuff because some of these have stuck with me way more than I expected them to, and others have not stuck with me much at all. Like, I, yeah, like, I don't know. I can take, I can put Frank a couple lower. I think that would be okay, you know? Oh. Um, either way. So my, my ranking, I have Evil Dead 2, 43rd. I have it uh, behind Rubber and ahead of Frank. Wow. And for context, the first Evil Dead is number 12 on my list. Yeah, wow. Wow. So, wait, I like this more than you? <laughs> Somehow? It, it might not be a case that you like it more. It might be the case that you like other films on this list right. less right. than I do. Right. Like, I have 60s Batman. I have 60s Batman number 13 right behind the first Evil Dead. <laughs> so, for context, this is what I put below Evil Dead 2. Uh, Attack the Block, Blue Velvet, The Fly, Batman 1966, The Raid, Blazing Saddles, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Hellraiser, Robocop, Town, Rubber, Batman, Phantasm, Macbeth, Saw, Blade 2, Blade. So. Yeah, see, I'll, uh, some of those are below it for me, too. I Below it, I have Frank, The Town, Macbeth, and the Blade movies. Mm-hmm. But, like, the other, some of the other ones you listed off are, like, Robocop. Well, Robocop <laughs> can straight up die, and I'd be me. okay. <laughs> I'd be okay if I'd never saw Robocop again. <laughs> if I'm being totally honest with you. Although, I'll gladly see this other remake they're apparently making for Robocop now. It's not a remake. It's not a remake. It's a it's a sequel. It's a sequel it's a, to the remake. It's it's a direct no. It's a direct sequel to the original film. They're ignore, they're ignoring RoboCop two and three. They're and, Halloweening and, yeah, direct, it. Yeah, they're, they're <laughs> Halloweening it. Halloweening it. Oh my god! But and, Halloween has done this twice, so they're still yeah. ahead of the game. <laughs> I would actually like to put Blazing Saddles. And actually, probably Texas Chainsaw Massacre above this, which that movie has stuck with me. 
I don't remember. Why is this so low? That's one of those that I see and I'm like, that's really low. Did I that's not what like I that movie? when you initially placed it there. <laughs> and I wonder if it's just because if I were to watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre again, I'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, I get it. And it's just that it's yeah. the good moments from that movie are the only thing I can remember, <laughs> which might be true. This is why my, my ranking... That, along with the fact that I don't have any kind of, like, objective criteria for my ranking, but right. my rankings, like, fluctuate all the time, because I'm like, well, yeah, that movie's terrible, but I want to watch it all the time. Yeah. Or, like, oh, that movie, I remember all these good parts of it, but, and I don't remember the bad one, so, like, yeah. obviously that one's better than, and so they're always changing, and then as soon as I rewatch a movie, they, like, instantly, <laughs> like, skyrocket way up or way down on the ranking. Yeah. Yeah, I have to add Evil Dead to here. It's just that I don't know. I don't know. I I feel like I've always said that, and I might be wrong. I might be wrong, but I've always said that you, Aaron, you and I, we have very different tastes in comedy. But I don't know that that's true. I think we might be closer in comedy than we are in horror movies. That could be. Yeah. I don't know. I think I, I think the thing is like I'm at the stage where I've watched so many horror movies and I watch them so frequently that I'm more just a, I I like the films for technical aspects and stuff. Like this mm-hmm. is why the, the the nun is like so high in my year ranking for this year. I have like this film that. is not scary at all, but it's just so absurd. And there's like so much like fog and giant crosses and stuff. I'm just like this is cool. I, I like this. <laughs> it's why Insidious Four is like ridiculously high on my year ranking. I'm just like I like watching Lin Shay fight ghosts. This is cool. <laughs> So like oh my my, my, my uh, taste in horror has, yeah. has gone from like only watching trash horror to only loving the classics to now I'm like in this weird position where I'm just like <laughs> all these trashy horror films are great and you people just don't understand. <laughs> I mean, this is also coming from a man who has Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom at number seven on twenty eighteen. <laughs> Ahead of Stolen or Seven, I think I moved it above. Uh, ahead uh, of Infinity of War, <laughs> you are a madman. <laughs> you are an absolute madman. This year is gonna be a disaster for like this, the errands. I can't even believe that. <laughs> so, uh. Anyway, uh... I just... Are we good? I'm, are we... No. You have no. it above Paddington 2. <laughs> you maniac. I, I warned you. I told you. You absolute maniac. I told you. I wanted to... You blew it up. You blew it up. <laughs> Honestly, though, when are we getting a Jurassic World and Planet of the Apes crossover film i'm surprised it hasn't happened if i'm being honest (laughs) no it definitely won't how long until disney buys universal then we'll get the crossover (laughs) uh probably not long i mean jurassic world is like the only thing keeping them afloat yeah the dark universe you know that was a 
that that was going to be their savior, but then you know, no, no one saw the mummy. <laughs> we saw the mummy. <laughs> we certainly <laughs> saw that. I just. This is turning in, oh man. <laughs> this is turning into me wanting to say, it's awful. It is awful that Disney is buying everything. It's a. It, it leads to a scary future. <laughs> but at the same time, <laughs> hear me out. <laughs> hear me out. I feel like we're gonna course correct. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like eventually, A twenty four will be like, we're the new big thing, and like, oh, okay, then A twenty four is gonna suck. But at the same well, time... Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think A24 can become a major player without sacrificing what people like about it. Oh, no, absolutely. But then something will rise up in A24's place. I'm a very optimistic person, as hard as that might be to believe for most people. But when, when I don't this know. Disney Fox deal was first announced, I was very into it because I was just thinking on the level of like, oh, I want Disney to have this property and this mm-hmm. property and this property and this property and this property. And now I'm just kind of at the point where I'm like, no, I, I have completely turned around on this. I think it is a terrible idea for this deal to go through. <laughs> I think someone should have stopped though. I think this is going to be really bad. Yeah. And I also I'm also, you know, dreading the future of like this property and this property and this property. Well that's yeah. Property, but also like this this artist, this artist, this artist, this artist, you know. I guarantee you we never get another great Planet of the Apes movie. Like we've seen. No. Alien, done. And honestly the Predator would have been done anyway. Yeah. No one's gonna get a sequel to that. Honestly, I'm okay with Alien being done because Obviously, Ridley Scott doing like a TV show. Isn't that what's going on? I'm just saying Ridley Scott had two chances to make it relevant again, and he blew both of them. So he made the the uh, third best film of the franchise in uh, Prometheus. Yeah, yeah, sure he did. (laughs) Something like that. (laughs) Something like that. I just that that masterpiece. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I don't know, man. I just again, I this is not. The show to talk about this on this is way more of a gateway or a reboot art and way topic, but I'm just not as I I've been trying really hard not to be as doom as gloom doom and gloom as I have been <laughs> for my entire life. So I'm just you know I'm just trying I'm just trying you know so God well, you know you you got you got a few more years of trying before uh, climate change kills us all. So. Yeah yeah so. God bless our Disney overlords. <laughs> uh, so Evil Dead 2. I think that's it. I think that's all we need to all know. Right. Who, I, I think we were done talking about this like 20 minutes ago. The real question is, who owns the Evil Dead 2 rights now? I don't know. I think it might be like some kind of small studio. Because both of these, yeah. the first two were independent releases. The third one might have been two. I don't remember. But... Who did the... What studio did the remake? I'll look it up right now. It might have been, it might have been like Universal or something. That sounds like a Universal move, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Evil Dead. Evil Dead. They dropped the the. <laughs> Evil Dead. Snappier. Yeah. Sounds better. <laughs> um, 
Studios. Oh uh, no, it was, uh, it was distributed by TriStar Pictures. So Sony then, right? I believe so. Yeah. There we go. Let's get a Disney-made Evil Dead since they're already working with <laughs> Sony. Sony's just gonna just gonna uh, you know turn the Evil Dead or use the Evil Dead in one of their Spider-Man uh, spinoffs with no Spider-Man. Morbius. You know? Yeah, Morbius. Morbius so, is definitely happening now. Thanks, Venom. You, oh, you crazy thanks stupid. Thanks to the people who went to go see Venom. You know, so I can I can still yell at people about that because I have not seen it yet. Hey, even I, though I will. <laughs> I went to go see it, but I didn't pull the normal superhero movie move where I see it like five times in theaters. I even saw Ant Man and the Wasp twice in theaters, and that second watch was a mistake. Same with Black Panther, if I'm being honest. That second viewing of Black Panther was when I was like, uh-oh, <laughs> this was not as good as I thought it was the first time. Black Panther's still my number two. I just... But again, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom yeah. is my five. <laughs> Wait, six, you're five? No, it's six. It's six. It's a... I keep on forgetting about Isle of Dogs. I but think that's going to end up dropping because I'm just like always like, why is it still up there? Yeah. Like, I like that movie a lot. But then I'm always like, see, it's the same thing where, like, ranking, where I'm like, in the moment, I really love that movie, so I put it really high, and now it's like, I never think about it again. It's the same thing David calls us out for all the time, being like, Jacob, you leave a movie and you're so excited about it. I'm like, yeah, that's because the movie did its job. I was supposed to be excited about it. Like, I don't know, man. (laughs) Uh, yeah, I was really scared you were about to say, yeah, that's why Jurassic World's my number one. And I was going to be like, whoa! <laughs> you know, by the end of the year... In this moment, you... How? What do I have I, to I, do? I, I what do I have to do? Where I put that number one for the year. When you, co- I, when I, you I, come I back to Michigan, like a man... plausible path. When you come to Michigan, man, I'm buying Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, and we're watching it again, because I feel like the only reason you think it's so funny and so good is because you haven't seen it. It's so boring for most of it. and then those It's, it's because I was uh, I was stuck at summer camp yeah. for like two months by the time it came out, that I'm just like, oh... This is what this is what this is what blockbusters are. <laughs> yeah. There's so many colors. There's so many new environments. <laughs> so evil that too. That's the Working at a summer camp has regressed me into this childlike state. I guess, man. Jurassic World 5 and The Nun are like my favorite movies. I'm like back in that Star Wars Episode 3 is the best Star Wars movie phase. Oh. Because it has the best special effects and the most colors. To be fair, I probably thought that at one point, but that's that point in my life is so far gone, I can't remember it anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I remember very vividly. I don't remember seeing Episode 3 at all vividly, but I remember going to McDonald's afterwards and getting Star Wars Episode 3 Happy Meal toys. Wait. That's my memory. I thought Burger King had the Star Wars Or deal. Burger King. Yeah. I, my memory's not that good. Apparently. See, the only, reason, the only reason I know that is because we, when they were doing, it was like Episode, it must have been Episode 3, but it was like after Episode 3, um, like a year or so after, they were doing Star Wars toys because... I also have Star Wars watches from Burger King 
that I like yeah. still have, and they're bad. But I used to wear them all the time because I thought it would make me cool. It did not work. <laughs> People did not like me more for my Star Wars watches. I'd wear like two or three at a time. And that was in high school. That, that was when we were friends. <laughs> no, I wore the belt buckles in high school because I'm like, <laughs> because I'm like, <laughs> so I'm like, this will make me cool. <laughs> I'm bringing them back, baby. <laughs> oh my god! I think we need to like start a podcast where we just kind of like remember our entire high school experience. Is that not this? Is that not this show? <laughs> That's what this show just ended up being, anyway. To be fair. We still haven't had like a meeting for a podcast, and maybe we'll cut this. I don't know, but I'd like to start branching out and doing other shows, because I mean, but that's the thing. I don't really have the time to edit them all. But I mean, I I'd like to do that. I'm definitely cutting this, so I need to write this down. Um, <laughs> do you know what? I just like finish. Yeah, let's finish the episode. <laughs> let's finish the episode. <laughs> all right. So we're done talking about Evil Dead 2. We're done talking about whatever this past half hour has been. Uh, the belt buckles, man. Next week, uh, in celebration of a slasher sequel, Halloween, mm-hmm. we are looking at a different slasher sequel, Scream 2. I've got to be honest, dude. I am so excited for this. Scream is so high on my ranking for Gateway to Cinema right now, and I'm just, I cannot wait. A lot of people think Scream 2 is even better than the first one. Don't tell me it's going to be some Evil Dead 2 crap again. <laughs> like, I'm not I, doing well, that. Like, if, if you look at my ranking, like 1996, best film, Scream. 1997, best film, Scream 2. It was two. just the next so, year? Oh my god. Yeah. Wow. Alright then. So, uh, obviously this is a film I really love as well, and I'm excited to talk about it next week. And presumably... Another half an hour of unrelated stuff at yeah. the end. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> no doubt about it. But uh, if you want to find us around the web, you can find Lacey at Jake underscore Lace on Twitter. You can find him at Jake Lace on Tumblr. Mm. If you want to find uh, David around the web, you can find him at DBEX15 on Twitter. DBEX with two S's. If you want to find me around the web, you can find me at Little Flame Dude on Twitter. You can find me at this clever blog name is already taken. Tumblr.com. Uh, the Night X Came Home, Volume 3, ongoing. Uh, have two entries up right now uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night, Part 5, and Murder by Phone. Uh, mm. I'm not sure if this will be up before the third one is out, but this will go up tomorrow. Week. So, oh, so yeah. there'll be one every week. Uh, if you want to find the podcast on the web, you can find us at RebootRDUN on Twitter. You can find us on SoundCloud and iTunes. And leave us a good review if you like what we say. So until next time, don't think it. Mm-mm. Don't say it. Don't do it. Bye-bye, man. <laughs>